Welcome back to week 11 of Wasted Local Fantasy Football. Once again, I'm Michael. Daniel is out because he's sick with the big C. That's a penis. Not COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. God, he's... The, the big cock syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know that's not true. <laughs> the, oh, the big thing. D. Like, yeah. you know, the big B. The big ball syndrome. <laughs> Daniel is sick with the vid yet again. Uh, what a dingus. Um, <laughs> and Nathan is here with me as well. So hello, Nathan. How are you today? Good. Ready for this weird Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there is even a Thanksgiving, because for those of you who don't know, Nathan was going to come up and spend time with my parents. I was going to go spend time with our parents on Thanksgiving, and then they all got COVID, and now none of us are doing anything with Thanksgiving. So it's just, it's kind of awesome. So we're. I literally just went out to Food Lion and bought like these little, like this ham is like this big and like just enough. You can't see. It's like four to five inches big and like big around and everything. And I bought like a little turkey the same size. It's like a can way. of spam. <laughs> <laughs> I as well be. So it's already pre-cooked, so I'll just pop them in the ovens tomorrow for not like stuffing and gravy and potatoes and everything. But dude, I don't even care about the turkey or the ham. You give me some rolls and some mashed potatoes, I'm good. I don't I don't need any of that other crap. Who needs protein? Honestly. Yeah, but well, at work they did like a uh, thing on Thursday, and somebody left rolls behind. I was like, "Are anybody taking these?" They're like, "No." I was like, "I am now." <laughs> This guy right here is taking these. <laughs> so we're good to go. Well, I hope everyone out there is enjoying their Thanksgiving. I know there's a lot of football games today on a Thursday for Thanksgiving, so I hope you guys are enjoying those. Or if you're catching these before that, I hope that you're getting ready for Thanksgiving, and I hope that you have a good Thanksgiving and everyone stays safe. But unfortunately this week, there were a lot of people that didn't stay safe, and those people played with us in fantasy because they just got absolutely destroyed so there were some really there were some good games this week, and I'm excited to talk about them. So all of our BS aside, let's just jump right into the matchups. So uh, where do we where do we want to start with these? There were just some there were some every there was like one close game. Everything else was like there was like a 30, 35 point separation. Like every <laughs> it was, was the closest game, and I bitched the whole time. So. Yeah, you did, you wiener. I did. It was. A, it was a long day, so I, I fortunately I took it out on y'all. But you did. That's what happened. It was great. I loved it. You know what? I, you know what I love? You yelling at me all the time about how much your football team sucks, how much your fantasy team suck. It's great. I love it. But guess what? I at least one of them won. So, <laughs> so since Nathan won so much, and we talked about him winning so much, we'll start with his game, which was honestly one only the only interesting game of the week. So it was the closest game, which is sad. <laughs> it really. <laughs> It really was. It was uh, Chalupa Batman, eight and three. Oh wait, that's his record now. Chalupa Batman. Oops, spoilers. Uh, Chalupa Batman versus Evans isn't too far away. Nathan, why don't you cover your game for us? Tell us what you were thinking while it was happening. Okay. Uh, well, I thought I was done because I had Austin Eckler going up against Pittsburgh, and uh, Pittsburgh supposedly <laughs> has a good defense. <laughs> Guess what? They they don't. Uh, Bruce, what ha- I, what happened is Bruce's quarterback, Lamar, didn't play. So last second, he picks up Cam, but I tried to, like, snake him. 
And I picked up Justin Fields, Trevor Simeon, and tried to <laughs> quarterbacks he couldn't get. So. <laughs> In the biggest dick move of this year by far. <laughs> <laughs> and it honestly didn't help help me at all. He actually picked up a better quarterback. Uh, he picked up Cam, got him 26. Zeke had a, a stinker. I think he was hurt, honestly. He got him nine points. He's been dealing some ankle Fournette things. got him 10. Yeah. McLaurin had a good game for him, got him 18. Brandon Cooks had a stinker with two. Gusecki had seven. James Robinson, 10. The de- 49ers defense had 12. And Randy Bullock had one. So, Oof. which is <laughs> Randy Bullock had one, which is still two more points than Tyler Bass had for me. So, oof. yeah. <laughs> Bigger oof. <laughs> so, I'll go into with – that gave him a score of uh, 99.26. I had – since Stafford was on a bye, I ended up taking – picking up Joe Burrow. It's like, oh, Burrow, yeah. They, they put up a lot of points, but Burrow got me n- nine. He had a big old turd. Yeah. But <laughs> what I should have done is start Trevor Simeon, who I picked the yoink Bruce, who got 24 on my bench. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get, honestly. What get. That's what I get. I mean, so – and Damian Harris got me seven. Mike Evans finally had another big game with 17. Thielen with 18. Waller with 15. Ingram with 12. The Bills with negative four. And Tyler Bass was negative one. So we went into that game with Pittsburgh with the Chargers. I had Austin Eckler left. And Eckler goes out and gets me (laughs) 38 points for a massive come from behind win. Putting me up one twelve to ninety nine, mm. keeping me, which was a this was a huge, huge yes. win for me because I needed it bad. Yeah, we'll we'll get into why all that matters yeah. here and yep. here as we round out these matchups. But man, yeah, you're right. I mean, that was huge for you. You really needed that. <laughs> it didn't change much as far as like for for Bruce's standings though, because I know like he yeah. was as of last week. Bruce and I were tied in as far as the scoreboard goes, but I was up on him on points. And then Bruce takes an L here, and now we'll see where I rank whenever we cover my game against Linden. Yeah, your points are just outrageous <laughs> right now. It's it's insane. Like you're, we've switched roles. Like my scoring at the beginning of the season is now what you're scoring. Like it's ridiculous. I'm fine with it. Let's just we'll let it. We'll just keep letting it happen. I bet you are. <laughs> so that brings Bruce down to eight and three, and. Nathan up to six and five in fourth Woo. place. So, all right. Well, that was that matchup. I mean, there really wasn't even a lot to say about the benches either. Jace or Jace. I don't know why I said Jace. Uh, Bruce uh, just had played all the right people. I mean, the only person he probably could have played was Brandon Ayuk, who got him 18 points. And honestly, that probably would have won in the game. If, we, if yeah. he had played Ayuk but- over Cooks, he would have won the game. So, but like conversely, you know, and this is the fantasy football goes. If you play Trevor Simeon, it wouldn't even have been close. So, yeah. anyway, Nathan advances on up, and Bruce falls down, but he is still in second place. So, now let's go on to. We'll just hit some of these other games. Uh, we'll talk about Ryan, uh, mayor of TD City, versus Josiah Bishop Sycamore. Ryan is suffering from running back woes here. So we had uh, <clears throat> Josiah had started Aaron Rodgers, who got him 33 points. David Montgomery and James Conner got him a combined total of 25. Not a strong showing. Um, but James Conner does what James Conner does and doesn't do anything but get touchdowns. So um, 
Devonta Adams finally had a big game between him and Aaron Rodgers. That was 60 points between between those guys. 61, actually. Um, yeah, Devon, Deontay Johnson finally showing up for him, getting him 20. Travis Kelsey doing Travis Kelsey things since they seem to be over their slump um, at 16 points. And then the bottom half of his bench getting a just a modest about 22 points there. So that put Josiah's score at 139.1 versus Ryan, who, again, he had Michael Carter. He has Edwards Hilaire, who he traded me Amari Cooper for Daryl Williams. And as soon as he does that, <laughs> Hilaire comes back. So he kind of screwed himself <laughs> on that. So it is it is what it is. Um, Hilaire got him 15. Carter got him you know, seven and You've Tom Brady. You've been the beneficiary of a couple of nice trades for you. <laughs> I, if people are going to make them, I'm going to take them. I mean, I, I don't know what to I say. Don't blame. Uh, I'm not. I don't blame you. See, just I, jealous. I'll, I'll finish this and I'll go. I'll go over why I would. Uh, I'll talk about it in a second. Derrick Henry uh, being out is really screwing Ryan. That's his number one draft pick. Any team when they lose their number one draft pick, it's it sucks because it's the number one overall draft pick. You don't have another pick for twenty picks in a ten man league or nineteen picks, I should say. Yeah. So that it yep. sucks. It's a big loss. Um, but Jamar Chase didn't play well. Got him 11.5 points. Chris Godwin did all right. Got him 16 points. And just down his, down the rest of his team, Deont- Deonta Foreman, don't even know who that is. I'm assuming that's uh, Derrick Henry's backup. Got him 4.5 points. Um, and then the Ravens defense got him 7. Greg Joseph got him 10. And really there was nothing better on his bench at all. The highest scoring person on his bench was 8. So... Really couldn't have done much better. Nothing he could have done to swap anything to get more points, and he yeah, ended up with 101.38. So Josiah triumphed 139.1 versus 101.38, moving Ryan down to 7-4 and four, and Josiah to 6-5 and five as well. So... Yeah. <laughs> so what yeah, I was saying about the... Josiah needed to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, what I was saying about the trades, though, is there was the I wouldn't have made, especially having Hilaire, I would not have made the trade for Amari Amari Cooper, especially to the person who is who is above you in the rankings to for his number one wide receiver for the quarterback. So he gave me my number one wide receiver that my quarterback has for a backup running back. Now, I know he doesn't necessarily need him, but. Amari Cooper is every bit as good as Chris Godwin and Jamar Chase, if you consider who the QB they have behind him is. So now the one with Bruce, I would have taken that trade over the other because everyone's been was watching Michael Thomas and anticipating his return. So I don't know. That's where I I understand why Bruce made that trade, because we did talk about it like pretty extensively before it happened. So uh, anyway. So who who do you want to cover next? We'll let you do the next one. Do you want to do Daniel and Brittany's game? Yeah, I can do that one. Let's do that one. Get that one out of the way too. So <laughs> let's add another. Okay, that's definitely did. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so and Daniel and Brittany. Daniel had some very solid starters this week, and Brittany. D- did not so. <laughs> um, yeah, Daniel had Jalen Hurts. He's been really good in fantasy this year. Get him a massive thirty points. He could have started him or Herbert. Herbert got him thirty four on his bench. So, Oof. Uh, 
Uh, he also had A.J. Dillon get him 12. Miles Gaskin coming out of nowhere and getting 17 points. Wish I had him back. <laughs> Tyree Kill got 15. T. Higgins, 2. Pitch, 4. Mike Williams, the freaking most up-and-down receiver, gets him 18. Dolphins, 4. Nick Folk. Back on his team again, did him <laughs> 16 points. <laughs> Good thing he didn't beat you uh, with Nick Folk. Yeah, right? So you go over to Brittany. Brittany had Josh Allen laying a turd for the Bills, per the usual for him this year because it's annoying to piss mm. out of me. But get him 16 points. DeAndre Swift coming up massive, 21 points. Mike Davis, 3 C.D. Lamb, two, because he got hurt. T.Y. Hilton, three. Yeah. Conklin, five. Just whenever you only get about 12 points from four people, it's not going to be a good day. No, D.J. Sir. Moore, 13. The Browns, nine. Grand Gano, four. Even if she started, like, Claypool getting her 11 on her bench, she wouldn't have been close. Daniel beat her 121 to 78. Like, that officially eliminates Brittany from contention for her playoffs. She had a one like a one percent chance. Her percentage now is at zero. Daniel moves up to six and five and drops Brittany to three and eight. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's just one less person I have to worry about. So I don't understand those yep. those numbers though, because like I went for like one week I was at hundred percent, and then the next week I was back at ninety nine percent. Like, how can I be in and then be out the next week? It just makes no sense. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it just was not a strong showing. I hate watching Josh Allen play like crap, and it's funny because just last week I was like, Brittany, you need a running back. I was like, I've got a running back. I can trade you. I was like, I'll give you, I was like, because I have Stephon Diggs, I'd really like to get Josh Allen. I was like, I'll give you Dak Prescott and Cordero Patterson for Josh Allen. And she said no. Like, you have C.D. Lamb, his number one receiver. I have the number one receiver. And you're getting someone that's consistently scoring 15 points a week. And Dak Prescott's playing better than Josh Allen. Like, well, not the last. They both had some stinkers over the last couple weeks, so. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, though, that trade was in her favor, and she's just such a Josh Allen fangirl that she's just going to hang on to him and be a dink. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> but she needs she needs Saquon to come back and actually start playing. I mean, I get not playing him against Tampa Bay, but I would have played Saquon over Mike Davis. I mean, come on. Mike Davis has like a total oh. of 15 fantasy points this year. <laughs> yeah, Mike Davis would not even be on my on my team yeah like crap crap <laughs> crap crap all right we got two more games to cover here uh like i said hover on genocide advances to six and five as well Brittany at three and eight so the next game we have is dinosaurs exist roger as i like to say dinosaur sexist uh versus <laughs> josh hall ween touch i love josh's photo the Josh's photo, the wing touch, it's the picture of Frodo from Lord of the Rings where he's like underneath the uh, underneath the root whenever the ring wraith, whenever yeah. still in Hobbiton, and it's like he has like his finger under the ring and his eyes are like rolling into his head. It looks like he's having an orgasm. So it's just it like really it's, a, it's a <laughs> super creepy. It's a great photo, honestly. Um, this was another game that just was not close. It was it was bad. Uh, did you do the last one or did I do the last one? I don't remember. 
I did the last one. All right. So uh, we had uh, – it started as a pretty strong matchup here because uh, we had Ben Roethlisberger uh, on Pittsburgh get Josh 22 points. Dalvin Cook got him 21. Um, and Ooh. then it just kind of fell apart from there. Josh <laughs> Jacobs got him eight. DK Metcalf got five because I don't know what's going on with that team. Uh, Keenan Allen got him a modest 15, 16 points. Dallas Goddard got him eight. Emmanuel Sanders, four. Colts defense, 10. What a ballsy play. <laughs> Playing the Colts defense over the Bills. And that played off for him. Uh, and Zane Gonzalez getting him three uh, with only 17 points total on his bench. However, on Rodgers' end of the spectrum, he started off weak, completely unlike Roger, who, or I'm sorry, unlike Josh, who uh, Pat Mahomes got him seven points, Najee Harris only got him 14, and then the numbers start to fall. Joe Mixon. Insane. Insane. (laughs) Yeah, man. Big week, 25 points. Justin Jefferson, 33 points. Jarvis Landry, 12. Zach Ertz, 25 uh, becoming a new favorite target for that uh, Colt McCoy dude over there in Arizona. And Tyler Lockett with 13. Buccaneers defense with 13 over the Giants. And then his kicker getting him zero. So he have a, his quarterback and his kicker got him seven and a half points combined. And he still ended up coming together to beat Josh 142.9 to 99.12. Advancing Roger as well. To six and five, and wing touch Josh down to three and eight. So, man, that's that's nuts. <laughs> Everything, all four of you guys, all needed the win to stay in this, and you needed everyone else to lose, and nobody lost. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and now for the last game of the week, <laughs> which was the biggest blowout <laughs> of the week. Uh, the chosen one, me, Michael, versus O'Shizzle Gizengar, Lyndon. So, uh, go ahead, Nathan. <laughs> oh, poor Lyndon. Um, this one is the biggest blowout of the week because if you double <laughs> Lyndon's score, he just bare, barely beats you. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but I. For Lennon's sake, I will cover his side, though. Tua, which is, you know, it's really bad. <laughs> okay, I'll do it after that. Okay, Tua got 17 points for him. McCaffrey got him 21. Very solid. His kicker got 14. After that, he didn't have a single person get above eight points with his lowest person getting three. From Gibson Brown, Jones Jr., Mar- Marvin Jones Jr., Hawkinson, and Alex Collins. Then you go over to yours. You know, you, look, you start looking at it. <laughs> Press got two points. Hunter Renfro. And then (laughs) Nick Chubb, 21, Jonathan Taylor, 50, Diggs, 16, Debo, 15, Kittle, 11. The Patriots defense, 26 points. It's just ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, my God. And needless to say, Linden got the bricks beat off of him, 162 to 89, just absolutely getting stomped. It's just a snowball of poop, not even like a nice (laughs) – White snowballs, like a massive shit ball rolling over him over and over and over again. Listen, every, Michael. <laughs> everyone walked into this week knowing I was going to win this game, or at least anticipating me winning this game. 
And then, like, even when we were watching it, you can ask Nathan. I texted, I texted him during the Bills game, and I was like, "All right, Jonathan Taylor got twenty points. He could stop now because I wanted the Bills to win that game, and he did not. He had five (laughs) touchdowns. That was brutal. Yeah, that's that was a crap loss. But just imagine (laughs) if Prescott had had a good game. Oh, and then Renfro had a decent game, put up another 10 points, and Prescott put up another 20. I would add 190 points this game. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Insane. Uh, yeah, but that puts me at 9-2. and two. Uh, And Linden yep. down at 1-10. and 10. Just a tough year for Linden. It's not even, just not even funny anymore. Uh, he, me- <laughs> he messaged me just the other day. I need to pull this up because I want to give him some... Give him some credit. He's he messaged me and said, "Fuck me, I hate fantasy football so much." He goes, "I didn't expect to win, but fuck me, literally just fuck me." He's like, "My team is dog shit this year." Then I made a stupid trade with Nathan, but for the last two years that has cursed me. I should have kept Woods, not because he was he is even viable, but because Marvin Jones Jr. sucks and Nathan can go fuck himself. (laughs) I love it. I love you, Lyndon. Man. Oh, Marvin Jones was good until they traded for Dan Arnold, and Dan Arnold got there, and Trevor Lawrence just trusts Dan Arnold. It sucks, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yep. But, yeah. So, all right. I don't – this is the part of the show where I don't really know uh, – we'll go with standings, I guess, what the final yep. standings are now. Um, yep. So – Excuse me, just burped. So as we, as you guys all know, Lyndon is uh, one in ten, been el- eliminated from playoff contention. And I think at this point he's actually been eliminated from uh, the runner-ups bracket because our league we do the runner-up bracket to where people who don't make the playoffs can still fight to get the first-round draft pick. It keeps people engaged in the league, keeps people playing, even if they aren't going to make it. That way they can get a good draft pick next year. And the way we do it, so that way the person in the first place gets 10th round draft pick, it's like you get the last pick, but 10th is still a great spot to draft. So it's like you still do get a reward for winning. Because some people are like, well, if I'm in last, I would rather just get the you know, the 10th place. And we've talked about having it to where the person who wins can decide whether they want first pick or 10th pick because you get that you know, 10 and 11. Like It's pretty good back-to-back. But anyway, point being, uh, Linden at 1 and 10, Brittany and Josh tied at three and eight, but Josh has more points, putting him in eighth place, um, and Brittany in ninth. Then we have four, five, six, and seven. All at six and five. All of you needing someone else to lose. (laughs) (laughs) However, (laughs) however, that's okay for you, though, because you are leading in points. 1383, and then Daniel at 1230, then Josiah at 1216, and then Roger all the way down there at... Uh, 1184. So you have a pretty good lead on Roger and Josiah, but and a or, uh, much higher Nathan. playoff percentage. Also, much higher playoff percentage chance than them. 62 percent for me. Daniel's got 27 percent. Josiah 43, and Roger still hanging on at 18. Yeah, actually, I I looked into that, and the reason it's like that is due to the fact that your your points, if you all win, 
If you all keep yeah. winning, then you get in. And there's what two more games in the regular before playoffs? I think three, three, three. So three. yeah, so it's a <laughs> it's it's fun. So and then we have Ryan at seven and four, uh, and then Chalupa Batman Bruce at eight and three, and then finally up there by myself, uh, chosen one nine and two, also sitting at the highest points in the league. Uh, by a good, by a good six, uh, by seventy points. Uh, yeah, I really wanted it to be a hundred points over everyone else, but I'm not quite there. You put up too many points this week, so. Um, but we'll see <laughs> how my team fares next Steel. week. I'm What's, right behind Ryan. I'm coming for that third spot. He's scared, man. I talked to him earlier today. He's like, I need. He's like, my team just it sucks without Derrick Henry. He's like, I can't win games. I can't get those points, and he's not wrong. You know, he's got those. Running back woes. I've been there. I had running back woes the last, uh, well, I think it was last year, and the year before that, I had QB woes. It's like, if you have a position that can't get you points, you are going to lose. They can get yep. you average points, and you can win, but if they get you nothing, you are going to lose. Nothing. You are going to lose, regardless. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a crappy situation, but it is what it is. Um so that and then like I said up at number one, so the projected playoff bracket as it stands, again, this could change tomorrow just due to the fact that uh, we have so many teams vying for that fourth place spot. And honestly, if Ryan's team keeps crap in the bed, I mean he might get shoved out. I mean he really might. He's Bruce and I you know who I play and you know who I play this week? Ryan? Nope. Li- uh, Linden. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so we gotta. We're gonna have to um, see how that goes. But as it stands right now, it would be me versus Nathan because um, the number one team is always gonna play the number four team in the playoff because there's only four teams that make it. And then it would also be then Bruce versus Ryan. But we'll see who takes that number number four and honestly number three spot. I think Bruce is a pretty good lock right now. Um, because he just had a bad week, in my opinion, last week. His team is very capable yeah. of scoring those points. Um, yeah, and he's got a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way out. I think he'll be – he's pretty much locked in, so it, he should be okay. Yeah, so uh, let's cover waivers. Uh, I don't really think a lot kind of took place over the past couple weeks um, at all, really. I'll go over them real quick. You feel me, too? There wasn't a whole lot. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I dropped Justin Fields, Trevor Simeon. (laughs) Uh, Josiah dropped the Steelers. (laughs) And Matt Prater and added Joey Sly. I added Elijah Moore, Dan Arnold. I dropped Zach Moss. And then Daniel added Cedric Wilson and dropped DeErnest Johnson. Mm. And that was it. Uh, there, were, I don't think there were any trades this past week either. I know Daniel nope. proposed the trade. I ended up declining. Um, I know we Daniel's talked about that too. He's he's been trying to get some get a running back, and I am willing to trade. But like with running backs, it's it's weird because it's like I have Chubb and I have Taylor, and I have Cordero Patterson. But Cordero Patterson is my like that's my my backup play. So if like because I have no one else outside of those three, so I'm willing to trade him. But it needs to be for something. I can use and that's what I don't understand about people who trade it's like you that you you don't need to win the trade your team needs to win the trade like you need to yep. 
fill a position, you, you need to have look into your depths and you can't cut yourself short. I've been cut short so many times on trades and ended up losing games because of that. So, uh, so yeah, that's where we're at there. So I guess we go into week 12. Yep. It's going to be a fun one. So I guess we'll start with just at the top here. Um, because at the top of our mine is my game, so I'll just start there. Um, I don't know what the oh, we got an ad, we got ad free after the ad. So I'll just I'll just start the rundown here. Uh, again, that's the chosen one, Michael versus I'm a librarian, Bonner, Brittany. Um, currently, the line is Brittany's projecting to get 84 points, uh, and I'm projected at 128.9. Um, so we have the, uh, I have Dak Prescott in, Nick Chubb in, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Stephon Diggs in my flex, uh, cause Cup is back. I might f- swap, but honestly it really doesn't matter as long as Debo and Diggs are both in there. Uh, Patriots defense versus Tennessee. Still, still looking at that. Need to ch- try to decide what I need to do there. Uh, and then Justin Tucker in as my kicker. Uh, Cordell Patterson is questionable still. I know he had an ankle sprain, but that team is kind of having some issues um, anyway, so they're they're just kind of letting him sit and rest. Uh, and in Brittany's side, she has Josh Allen, uh, DeAndre Swift, Mike Davis. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is still questionable to return, uh, so she might need to look into her bench for another wide receiver, which she has, she has a few there. Um, and then she also has T.Y. Hilton, Tyler Conklin, D.J. Moore, Browns defense and Graham Gano. Um, Saquon Barkley's questionable, so I'm not sure she might end up playing him, assuming he plays. Uh, I've got until Sunday to figure that out, um, and it's not a huge deal because I know John Swift, since he's on the Lions, the Lions always play on those Thanksgiving games, so he'll be playing at 1230 on Thursday. Luckily, she's going to have the ability to swap out uh, that 1 o'clock game if Saquon Barkley can come back and not be questionable anymore. So... But that overall puts Brittany projected at 84 with no players on a bye and myself at 128, hopefully. So obviously I'm going to take myself to win this game, and I guess on behalf of Daniel I'm going to pick me too because no offense to Brittany, <laughs> it just seems kind of illogical to pick. And don't get me wrong, like she could come out and all these players could put up huge numbers. I just don't see it happening. Um, I Like me, like I said, I'm a little leery of my defense. My Patriots defense has served me really well, but – you know, their schedule t- coming down the stretch is pretty rough. They play Tennessee, uh, and then they play the Bills twice, I think. I don't, I don't, did you guys play the Bills or Patriots already? Nope, play them twice still. Yeah, so they play the number one team right now that a lot of people consider to be Tennessee, and they play the Bills twice. So that defense probably is not going to last me the rest of the year. So uh, all in all, though, I don't think that's my biggest weak spot. I think I'm going to be okay, so. I'm gonna take myself to win this one. Yeah. I I think you take this handily. I don't think it's honestly even close. So now I hope it's close because Alan keeps it close, but it's not gonna be at all. Alright, nothing nothing real else to say on, on that game. So we'll jump into the next one I have on my list, which is uh Josh Hall's Wing Touch at three and eight versus Chalupa Batman's Bruce at eight and three do you want to run this one down for me yeah i can do that one so this one he's got roethlisberger since uh 
Murray is on a bye. So he's got Roethlisberger versus Lamar Jackson for Bruce. That's giving that to, to Bruce. So Josh also has Dalvin Cook. Then against San Francisco, Josh Jacobs against Dallas. DK Metcalf against Washington. Keenan Allen versus Denver. Goddard versus the Giants. Emmanuel Sanders versus New Orleans. Colts versus Tampa. And Zane Gonzalez versus Miami. Where Bruce has, like I said before, Lamar against Cleveland. Zeke against the Raiders on Thursday night. Well, well tonight, since you guys are listening to it now. Um, James Robinson versus Atlanta. McLaurin versus Seattle. Cooks against the Jets. Gasecki, Carolina, Fournette, Indianapolis, Niners versus Vikings, and Matt Gay versus the Packers. They have Bruce with the advantage in every one of them except for Davin Cook for Josh versus Zeke, Metcalf versus McLaurin, but I could see that going either way because Metcalf is so hit and miss. And then he also has Keenan Allen against Brandon Cooks where I can see that. But everything else that gives Bruce the advantage. So I am going to pick Bruce to win. And I, I would like to see Josh win just because <laughs> knock Bruce down a little bit, but it's not. I don't think it's even close. I think Bruce, Bruce wins again unless Lamar Jackson doesn't play again for him. But I'm taking Bruce to win this one. Listen, if Bruce loses out and you guys all win, Bruce would end the season before playoffs with the same record as you guys have. That's why I'm 100% lock is because I can technically still. That doesn't matter what happens, no one can hit the same record that I have at the moment at nine and two. But Bruce, on the other hand, if he lost out and all of you guys won out, or at least one or two of you did, you'd tie him. So that's scary. So I've, me personally, I also think that Bruce is going to win. Um, I like the Cam Newton play if if Lamar Jackson doesn't play. I think Cam Newton's coming in with something to prove on a team that already has an established passing game with dj moore an established running game with you know christian mccaffrey he knows the team a lot of the players there so he's just he's comfortable playing in that stadium i just think that he's cam newton's gonna do fine there so i think that he's a good 20 25 point play every week so i don't know i don't think you need lamar jackson i think lamar jackson sucks so it's me personally though so (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna take i'll take bruce to win on this one as well and like I said, Daniel's dead, so he didn't text me what who he thinks is going to win. So, <laughs> but so yeah, I think that that covers that game pretty well. We'll move into the next game I have on my list, which is Ryan versus Roger, uh, dinosaurs sexist versus mayor of TD City. So this is an interesting is one. Huge game. Yeah, this this this, <laughs> this is big for Ryan because if Ryan loses this, he's now in the running. Like he's now backed out. He was so sure that he was in the playoffs, and he's so close. But he's it doesn't matter what happens. There's going to be somebody that has a record up there with he's, Ryan unless he wins. He's catching him, catching Roger at a good time though with Mahomes and Zach Ertz both on a bye, so he's catching him at a good time. Yeah, and uh, Roger has Derek Carr. Uh, so it's likely that he will have Derek Carr in there. He might go out and try to get somebody else. I'm not sure who all's on waivers. He also has Teddy Bridgewater. So uh, honestly, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough call because I, I don't know how Teddy Bridgewater's been doing. I don't know. Carr's kind of had a rough go since the 
uh, Raiders have had just a, <laughs> they've been on the struggle bus on and off the field lately. So, um, yep. but anyway, so Ryan has the advantage with Tom Brady over obviously nobody <laughs> in that spot because Pat Mahomes is on yeah, a bye. Regardless of who he, even if he put in Carr, he'd still have the advantage over and only get him an extra 16 points. So, well, Roger should have set his lineup. What a dingus. Uh, so, so Ryan is showcasing his running back woes with uh, Tony Pollard <laughs> and Ramondre Stevenson. Two, I, I mean, I can only assume these are both backup running backs. The only thing is, Pollard gets a pretty substantial workload right now. And Stevenson's had a decent couple of last couple games. Yeah, so uh, ho- Harris was hurt. So, but I mean, comparatively speaking, Najee Harris and Joe Mixon. I mean, the two powerhouse running backs of their that division. You know, they're it's Najee Harris has come in strong. So, Roger has the advantage on both of those. Um, Justin Jefferson with that strong week last week boosted his projections a little bit, and he's has a slight advantage over Chris Godwin, uh, which again that could go either way as well. Um, yep. I like San Francisco's defense, so you know that might give them a little bit of trouble. That's obviously who they're going to be covering pretty harshly, especially with our guys making uh, interceptions with their buttholes. So <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good interception; it was crazy. <laughs> he like wedged that ball right in his butt crack. He's like, no. <laughs> I mean, he was like, yes. I don't know. It's San Francisco. Who knows? Um, <laughs> they tased me in the butthole over and over. <laughs> Uh, Jarvis Landry's questionable, but that wouldn't matter because Jamar Chase is going to have the clear advantage over him. Um, Mark Andrews has the advantage over Zach Ertz, but that's because he's on a bye. Um, Michael, and even if it was, it'd be Tyler Higby in there, so he'd still have the advantage zone. True. Uh, Michael Pittman uh, does not have the advantage over Tyler Lockett, but I think he will because Russell Wilson's playing like butt. Um and then Roger, or I'm sorry, Ryan has the advantage at Ravens defense over the Bucks, and then also um, at kicker with Greg Joseph. So I don't know. This could be. I think it's going to be a lot closer than obviously the projections, just due to the fact that there's well, no one if, in there. If you add the projections up, it gives them an extra 25 points, which puts them at right about the same, like about 105, 106 points. So it's gonna it's projected to be really close, and I hope. I'm rooting for Roger again because I want I want that log jam right there that I'm in. I need as many people right there because I have more points than all of them. So the more people with the same record as me, the better. So See, let's I, just keep that log jam going. Like I hear you, but as someone who needs to prepare themselves mentally for what's going to happen, whichever one of you guys ekes your turd-ass way into the playoffs, that's who I'm going to have to play. And yeah. I don't want that person to be you. I need you to lose because so far you're the only person that has the potential to put up 150, 160 points <laughs> on their team. And I need you to not be that guy. So you either win <laughs> out and be number three or you don't make it in at all. That's what I need to happen. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So I guess. You need Ryan to lose. You need Ryan to lose. I'm picking Roger. No, I need Ryan, Ryan to win, win because. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. I do need. Hmm. I don't want to root for Roger. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> he didn't set his lineup and made this difficult for us. You know, fuck you, Roger. I'm taking Ryan to win. <laughs> Not that it matters, but I'm picking Roger. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna pull an upset. I'm hoping that's something I'll take. Take it, Roger. <laughs> 
Gotta take Roger. All right, I'm taking Ryan, so we'll see how that that pans out. So, all right, the next game I have, we'll do yours last. I'll jump down to Daniel's game. We got Sick Boy Hover Around Genocide. That's ironic. Uh, versus uh, the other boy, Bishop Sycamore Josiah. Both at six and five. Also a massive game. Massive. This, this is the game of the week, in my opinion, thus far. Oh, absolutely. So, so absolutely. This is because, well, because last week all those people played other people. Like, yeah, the top number one, number two, or number one and number ten teams. Me and Lennon played that game. Literally made no difference whatsoever. And yep. now uh, we have Daniel versus Josiah, which will separate the pack there. So we have. Uh, if you want to do some running down here of this one. Yep, I can do that. Josiah is given, no, not the advantage. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going up against the Rams with the advantage to Daniel. Jalen Hurts is going up against the Giants. Uh, Josiah has David Montgomery going up against Detroit in a good matchup for Montgomery because Detroit sucks. But they're giving the advantage to A.J. Dillon for Daniel going up against the Rams. I can see that going either way because the Rams have a very strong defense. So, mm-hmm. um, so Saya has Daryl Henderson for the Rams going up against Green Bay, giving him the advantage over Miles Gaskin going up against Carolina, which I think that's a wash too. But they give the advantage to Saya. Uh, of course, they've got Devontae barely Adams. by point five points, barely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got Devontae Adams going up against the Rams with a clear advantage over T. Higgins going up against Pittsburgh. I think T. Higgins is overrated. Um, Fact. Deontay Johnson for the Steelers going up against Cincinnati, giving the advantage over Mike Williams for the Denver. It depends on what Mike Williams shows up, but <laughs> I can I understand Deontay Johnson is more uh, consistent. Um, he's got Pat Fryermuth for tennis for Pittsburgh going up against the Bengals as well, and he gives the advantage to Kyle Pitts against Jacksonville. I can understand that. I don't um, even know who Pat Fryermuth is. I, I've never heard uh, that name in my ro- life. Rookie tight end for the hmm. dealers. And then Josiah, they give the advantage of their flex for Miles Sanders against the Giants over Cedric Wilson for Dallas. Um, and then the kicker and defense uh, is uh, both different. So Daniel gets the advantage with the kicker with Nick Folk, who's been putting up a ton of points over Joey Sly. And then uh, Josiah's got the advantage with uh, Panthers against Miami versus Daniels defense against uh, Dallas versus the Raiders. So mm. Scott projected Josiah one fourteen to Daniels one hundred five. Daniel had is a bad week to have Tyreek Hill and DeAndre Hopkins both on a bye because this is a game that he absolutely yeah. So. <laughs> Hertz could go off again though, but Dano does need a Dano needs a redemption because Josiah beat him in Week Four. So, um, I, he also I know he has well, he's gonna have to watch that Aaron Jones situation pretty closely. So I like I know I know he has AJ Dillon in there, so it doesn't matter. But like uh, Aaron Jones was expected to practice today, and it's only Wednesday, so he might actually get Aaron Jones. But honestly, he would probably benefit from Aaron Jones not playing because if oh, Aaron Jones absolutely. plays, A.J. Dillon comes in and takes some of those runs a lot and yep. a lot. So if, if Aaron Jones sits out, A.J. Dillon's going to be the only guy. So, Yeah, I was just reading. I said he, he's ex- 
might practice today, but we'll see. So I don't expect him to play this week, and I wouldn't play him against the Rams. Like, that's a stupid coming off of a knee injury like that. So I'm good. So I Especially uh, with their record. They don't really, they don't, yeah. I mean, they obviously they want the win, but they don't need to play him. They need him for later yeah. on. Man, let, uh, I'm going to mm. take Josiah because I think that the Rams game is going to be a good one. And I think that uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams are going to have him like 60 points. So, obviously, I'm here as Daniel, and Daniel would never pick against himself. But I'm not Daniel, so (laughs) thank God I'm going to choose Josiah. I, I too, am going to pick Josiah. And now if Tyreek Hill and DeAndre Hopkins are playing, I would pick Daniel. But that right there is going to be enough, I think, to help uh, Josiah to win. So I'm going to take Josiah. Which I, I kind of want Daniel to win, but I really this game could end in a tie, and I'd be perfectly okay with it. So <laughs> that's fair. So, but I'm gonna take Josiah. I think Josiah will win. Yeah, I mean, you actually between the two of them, you would need Josiah to win because Daniel's up on him on points. So, because yeah. if you ended up tying with Josiah, you'd be way ahead of him versus Daniel. So true. So I'm still gonna take Josiah just because. And if Hill and Hopkins were playing, it would go be differently, but I'm going to take Josiah. All right. So that brings us to our last game, which is Nathan's game versus Linden. (laughs) Evans isn't too far away. Six and five versus O'Shizzle, Gizengar, Linden at one and ten. Uh, Nathan, welcome to your bye week. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, there's nothing. Nothing is set in stone. So I, I hear you. I hear you. And looking at I, like every week, I come into these games thinking, man, I'm picking Nathan to win or whoever to win. But man, I would love to see Linda just come in and clean house on one team <laughs> one last time. <laughs> and it would it just be. It, it could happen. Yeah, I mean, well, let's run down here. You have the advantage of Matt Stafford versus Tua. Um, Assuming he starts Tua, I personally would still start Tua over Russell Wilson. He's just not been playing great. Um, I think Matt Stafford's going to come out with something to prove. They just came off of a bye week. Speaking I want to backtrack. I had 162 points without Cooper Cup. Can we talk about that? (laughs) I'd rather not. It makes me sad. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Because I almost got him from you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you almost did. But anyway, uh, Austin Eckler uh, does not have the advantage over Christian McCaffrey. Uh, it's only two points differential between the two of them, but he has the advantage on Antonio Gibson and Christian McCaffrey over Austin Eckler and Kareem Hunt. Uh, rightfully so, Kareem Hunt is coming off of IR, but this is another one of the situations where we're talking about with AJ Dillon and Aaron, uh, Aaron Green. Or Sorry, yeah, Aaron Aaron Jones, there we go. Sorry, I'm thinking of AJ Green, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones. Um, it's another one of those situations where when uh, Hunt's not playing, Deontay Johnson is getting a smaller workload than what Kareem Hunt does. When Kareem Hunt is in there, I mean, it's he Chubb could have five points and then Hunt gets twenty. I mean, it just they hand the ball off to the other so frequently. So um, if he comes back from IR, are you playing him? I'm guessing. Uh, more than likely, it, it also depends on Kamara and Ingram. Uh, just I have them on my bench just because they're both questionable, and neither one of them practiced yesterday, so I don't. 
I don't want to have them in there. And then honestly, if I were you after watching, if I were you after watching Taylor run all over the bills, not going to happen again. We've got both of, we got our starting defensive tackle back and our starting linebacker back. We'll be okay. That's good. Not happening again. (laughs) All right. Sorry to offend the bills fan in the room. Damn. I'm trying to be positive. It probably will happen again, but I just don't want it to. (laughs) Uh, All right. So that gives, uh, Lennon the advantage on those two, and then from here on down, Nathan has the advantage over uh, with Mike Evans versus A.J. Brown, who are both uh, questionable. Uh, Adam Thielen over Marvin Jones Jr., Darren Waller over Hawkinson, Jalen Waddell over Alex Collins, and then the Bills' defense versus the Titans' defense. Um, and then he has the advantage on kicker, which we all know that could go up in the air. There's literally a point one point difference between the projections of those two kickers. So currently the projections are sitting at 110.6 with Nathan and 96.7 with Lyndon. I, w- I want to see Lyndon's team come out and just clean the floor. But, I mean, he has no good – other than his running backs, there's like no good clear number one people on this team. A.J. Brown is just – not had a good year. You can't stay healthy. Marvin Jones Jr. is sitting behind Trevor Lawrence, and that team sucks. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's just a crapshoot. I think you're gonna. I think this isn't even gonna be close. So yeah, I I'm gonna pick myself to win. I hope it's like a blowout because I, I just need a, I need a win. I need a good, comfortable win. What I don't want to happen is poetic justice with Marvin Jones coming out and getting like <laughs> 50 points and just pooping all over me. Cause I can only imagine, especially after that rant. Yes. Yeah. The, the text <laughs> that Lyndon sends to you next, like, ha sucker. Like I'll just be like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll die. It's cool. <laughs> guess I'll die. <laughs> well, that is, uh, yeah, that'll be, I'm excited to see how that actually <laughs> shakes out then. Like I said, yeah. not the game of the week, but, um, lat, I mean, it's still. I, I just want Lennon to win one. Come on, Lennon. I want you to finish the season with two wins at least, not just one. I don't think we've ever. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had someone finish with one win before. I think the lowest was last year. I think Josh had two wins. <laughs> so, which he, he's only one above that right now. So, he, 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 well, Lennon plays Josh next week, and then the week after that, to end the season, he plays. He plays Linden, so he might be able to beat one of them. Maybe. I don't see it happening, okay? Yeah, I guess we'll see how that shakes itself out. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Thank you, Daddy. You're welcome. All right. But I could see him beating... I could see him beating Josiah, possibly... Like slim chance, not J- J- Josiah. Josh in week thirteen. I meant. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Get right. I wouldn't mind seeing him win another game. Just hopefully not this week. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I want I want to see him win, but I mean, I, I don't see a lot. I don't know this this week is it's a weird week because you have. The the games on Thursday, obviously all the games are happening, but the some of the bigger teams are on the bye weeks this week. Rams are coming off their bye weeks. A couple teams are coming off horrible losses. So I think we could see some of the of the bigger players on some of these teams putting up a lot of points. So Yeah, we got we have three games tomorrow. Or tonight as you guys are listening to it, so So we uh we have the Detroit I don't I don't even know what the games are. Uh 
12.30 is Bears at Detroit. 4.30 is the Raiders at Dallas. 8.20 are the Bills at the Saints. The Bills are playing on Thanksgiving. I didn't know that. Hmm. Yep. Why are they playing on Thanksgiving? Hey, two years ago we played on Thanksgiving. That's Dallas how they did. So. Oof. Well. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that covers all of our matchups. So you guys have the rundown. So obviously everyone here should be rooting for me, yours truly, uh, to win this league. Obviously, because as you guys all know, on our trophy at the end of the year, it says nobody really wanted to win. We all just wanted Daniel to lose. Daniel to lose. And we <laughs> think it might happen. We might pull it off, guys. <laughs> if we, we all band together, we might be able to make sure that Daniel loses. So... <laughs> but well th- this week daniel has lost so maybe not <laughs> fantasy but <laughs> he loses at life thanks getting, getting the raw end of the stick with all that but that's a whole other story so <laughs> <laughs> but anyway thank you guys for checking us out again for another week of wasted local fantasy football we'll be back next week with week 12 and in the meantime while you're waiting check out the other shows on our network dnd is kind of on a, a little i don't want to say an extended hiatus but a small hiatus just due to the fact that Daniel's sick. We do have some more content recorded. We're in the process of checking it out, getting it edited up, getting it out ready for you. Uh, so just stay tuned on that. Video Game Mythos has been out for over a year now or on hiatus for over a year now, but we'll get some more episodes out. We have episodes in the docket ready to go. We just need to get them edited, produced, and out the door. So um, we just don't want to release anything until we have a bunch of episodes ready for you. Um, then we also have Final Girl Podcast. We have uh, Gurus of Gaming, which is unfortunately coming to a close as well. Check out the final episode coming soon on Gurus. Um, and yeah, so yeah, uh, that's a, it's sad news, but it is what it is. Yeah. So uh, Roger handled that show pretty well, so I'm excited to see how that final episode goes. So um, everyone, be sure to check that out. And until next week, any final words, Nathan? Um. Annabelle, say happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yep. That's it. Have a good one. Ryan, suck it. Sorry, because I want Roger to win. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it, Ryan. (laughs) 